Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And good morning. Welcome in. Welcome in to the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. And uh, we have a new watch. We've been on a Mississippi State offensive coordinator and athletic director watch. Uh, We now know that Zach Selman from the University of Oklahoma will be Mississippi State's next athletic director. Um. He was deputy AD, um, external engagement, advancement, fundraising, among other marketing, NIL, you know, among other things. We've talked about NIL, goodness gracious, and we'll talk more about it. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know what the future is, but right now we're 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 all in the foxhole of of name, image, likeness, and um, you know, I agree with with Steve Dace. It needs to be the frosting on the cake for your roster not drive your roster, but we're going to see how all this shakes. Well, I think, you know, maybe we need another 24 months to really understand what works and what doesn't work. But we definitely know that the Michigan State model doesn't work, where you go out and get 30 players and then go five and seven. Um, And we'll see what number, you know, really you need to land on. The big boys are are now in NIL. Uh, They're going to pick and choose what they want to do because they, as you know, um, they get to sign and pick the the best players uh, around the country. And you know the drill, Georgia, Bama, LSU, Ohio State, and so on. So, um, but Zach Selman is the new athletic director, and it's, it's not a uh, – he's not connected to Mississippi State, uh, which is interesting. I'll get into the Pete Golding thing in a minute. I, I've got some thoughts there. Um but in the offensive coordinator deal is not going to be a name that you're that you know. Uh, I think they're they've identified three or four guys that have to coach uphill and are at a talent disadvantage and have proven that they can throw up good offensive numbers and good offensive scoring efficiency numbers, which is how the you know the whole game's predicated and driven by that. Now, both on the offensive and defensive side of the football, um, so. Zach Selman is not tied to Mississippi State. This is where you've been. I'll take you all the way back to 1987 real quick. Just give me a minute. Uh, Larry Templeton was fr- promoted from in-house. Now, this is long before any money was in the state of Mississippi. 
um, any money was in the Southeastern Conference. We were still a very rustic and rural place and area. And um, to say that we were far from refined is an understatement. Um, uh, just look at what we all wore to games and, you know, the stands that we s- sat on and so on and so forth. And he was, pro- he, you know, he was promoted from within, didn't have the resume or pedigree, and he held on for a long time. And, and then uh, now the, over that time, Till 2008. I mean, that's a long time, right? I mean, boy, you, you, you got to align yourself with the power brokers to hang around that long. From 87 to 08 was Larry Templeton. But during that time, what happened? Well, the Sun Belt flipped. We, we became much more refined. And not, you know, we lost a lot of our country bumpkin, thank God. And uh, we actually understood that there was something. I like pork chops, but there was actually, you know, sushi and Asian food and all this stuff. And we began to travel and money started pouring in. And the whole wall, you know, broke down on access to, you know, whether it's the web or software, whatever you needed. And we went through this big boom in the 90s and a bigger boom in the 2000s. And what else happened? Well, in 1987, what did your TV look like? Exactly. Then by 97, what did it look like and what could you consume? More, better. By 2007, more, better. And then on and on. And so then all of a sudden you get a Greg Byrne that is hired to be uh, the number one fundraiser at Mississippi State. And I think about 2007, about a year and a half before this would all go down. And eventually you found some people with a backbone and they moved Larry Templeton out and a young guy who's super aggressive in Greg Byrne, he was promoted from within, but don't take that as he had been in the athletic department for 17 years. I mean, Greg had had been able to see how it was done at Oregon, at Arizona State, at Kentucky, you know, other places, right? That's what you want. Byrne comes in, doesn't stay as long as you thought he would, jumps to Arizona. Dr. Mark Keenum is hired during this process, too, and he hires, then promotes Scott Strickland, an alum, but again, Strickland had not been in Startville long. He had been at Baylor, Auburn, Kentucky, right? So he had been able to see it um, through a different lens and from a different way and see people do things well and not do things well. And then... Strickland goes to Florida. Y'all know the drill. Cohen is promoted. That that was kind of weird. Baseball coach to AD, but it happened. Uh, I think when when Cohen wants to turn it on, he can really smooth. I mean, he did recruit at a high level at Florida, right? They went to a national championship when he was the number one assistant. Uh, he totally turned around the Kentucky program, and Mississippi State was the worst baseball program in the Southeastern Conference when he walked in. We've been over that. He modernized that program. Well, he turned on his smoozing. He was able to convince Dr. Keenum to hire him. Boom. And he goes to Auburn. And now you have a total breakaway as Zach Selman, the number one at Oklahoma under Joe Castiglione, who we have referenced many a times on this show. Uh, now Zach Selman comes in with no ties to Mississippi State University. And... 
I think that is a hell of a hire and a hell of a play and a and, and, a, and a good approach for Dr. Mark Keenum. Keenum is, is at a po- point in his career where he can do whatever he wants. I mean, he's been the most successful president in Mis- at Mississippi State in the history of MSU. You could argue in this. I mean, it, some people would vote Keenum. Some people would vote Kayat, whatever. The bottom line is ridiculously, you know, incredible connections in Washington, D.C. and in the capital of the state of Mississippi. And as you know, economic development, research, all that has exploded enrollment in Starkville. So that's where you are. You've got Zach Selman, who's, what, 36 years old, the number one at Oklahoma under Joe Castiglione with no ties to Mississippi State. I think that's a good thing. And I think you're – I think your athletic department does need a re- – I think every every business needs a reboot. What I don't mean a Jack Welch type, let's fire 20%. That, that, that's not where I'm going, and I think that was excessive when Welch wrote the book um, about his uh, IBM days and so on. Now, is 10% probably a good play? I would probably think so. But there's no doubt that the athletic and, – and for whatever reason, Cohen didn't – Reboot it. Cohen did some good things, and he missed on some things. But and he missed they they especially missed on NIL the first you know seven or eight months. Um, but the one thing I guess he was too close to it being baseball coach and then AD. But you know you've got some tired tenured people there that you know probably need to look in in another direction. So what will Zach Selman be do? All that, you know, you look at, at what people are saying about him in the industry, and it's, it's pretty damn impressive. So you've got that. Um, now, let's switch gears. Pete, last week we talked about Pete Golding, Alabama defensive coordinator. There were some just kind of little ripple, little, little bitty tiny waves. Like if you're on a little John boat in a lake, you're just cruising around, Right. You just want to you just want to open up. You want to go two miles per hour. You want to open up a a cold course light, and you just want to fish for an hour and a half by yourself. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We talked about Pete, Pete Golding, D.C., rumors to, you know, Ole Miss. Um, and I was on Ron Fowler's show, 109 The Game in Tuscaloosa last year, uh, last week, excuse me, and we, you know, debated it back and forth a little bit. And this is interesting because if you're, I, you know, Golding may develop into some kind of rock star coach, but he's not right now. I mean, he has he has the best talent in the country. And I would say he's been decent with elite talent. What's he going to do with solid to good talent? if he were to move over to Ole Miss. Is Pete Golding really better than Chris Partridge? Oh, I'm not convinced. 
Now, I think a lot of Ole Miss fans think, yeah, but our defense fell apart the last half of the year. Okay. Actually, your offense fell apart. There you go. Um, you know, I mean, you cannot blame Lane. That's fine. But uh, I'm looking at the numbers right here of offensive scoring efficiency, what you were the first seven games of the season, and what you were on the way out. And um, I can make just as strong an argument that going forward on fourth down and pace of play actually hurt your defense and took their legs out from under them um, down the stretch. But I'm open to the debate on the Ag Up Equipment John Deere Tractor text line. 601-885-3776. But one thing I can tell you is Pete Golding has not been elite with elite talent. Now, he may be a great recruiter. Now, y'all know me if if y'all have listened to this. I I recruit every day to our show. That's what we do. We're We're in the business of, you know, generating content, which we are right now. And then we recruit, just like you do. A lot of you do to your business, um, whether it's yours or the company you work for. And recruiting's fun. And you evaluate, and then you identify, and then you recruit who you want to surround yourself with. And uh, it's pretty simple, and, and there's no question that some people are better than others. There's A's, there's B's, and then there's irrelevant. But the, you know, when people tell me he's a great recruiter, what does that mean? I mean, this guy at Georgia and this guy at Bama and this guy at LSU are great recruiters. Tell me what that means. They, they have on an LSU-Bama-Georgia pullover, <laughs> which means they can get in any living room or high school in America. So, I, you know, do those t- schools have some good recruiters? Yeah. Is everybody in those – here, let me look at it like this. Every coach or in-house guy that's tied to recruiting – is elevated because of the visor pullover golf shirt that you wear. Exactly. Is that fair? If you if you're selling diamonds and you're selling you know buckets of mud, which one's going to be easier to sell? Right. Right. It's the it's it's easy. It's what your product is that you're pitching. I mean, they start on third base uh, when you when you're recruiting. Charles Huff was. I was told Charles Huff was a good recruiter. Yeah, Charles Huff was a great recruiter at Penn State. Saquon with, Barkley, baby, woo! With with James Franklin behind him, by the way. Then he got to Mississippi State, and he went a whole recruiting cycle without signing a running back. How many running backs are there in the Sun Belt? A thousand. I, mean, I can I can drive. You know, I'm in Starkville right now. I can drive 20 miles, 30 miles, 40 miles max, north, east, south, west, and find a running back. This stop. I mean, that's like telling me about safeties and, and slot receivers. Okay, so it's just something to think about as we're on the Pete Golding watch now. Is he really be- is he better than Chris Partridge because he's been at Alabama? I mean, Alabama's gotten worked the last two years on defense. Didn't you say in that's fact, why they in didn't fact, win? Your coach just worked Alabama with much less talent. And you know what we talk about, coaches that are familiar with – who they hire, like Lane, Lane obviously understands how to work Pete Golding's defense. Is that good? Or is that or is that bad? Something to think about. The Out of Bounds Show, SEC Insider Hit this morning, is brought to you by the corner market grocery stores around the great state of Mississippi, including Fondren, Bellhaven, 
Northside Drive, Vicksburg, Hattiesburg. Quality meat, fresh produce, unbelievable deli department, and bakery treats all at corner market grocery stores in Mississippi. Don't forget, you got game day Saturday and Sunday, so load up the fridge and the freezer with all the yummy game day treats from your local corner market grocery store in Mississippi. In Mississippi. All right, corner market grocery stores. Again, Bellhaven Fortification, right down from Mississippi Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Center. Fondren, right there around all that fun stuff. Fondren Fitness. And corner market grocery store, Northside Drive. Not not but a rock's throw from Bravo Italian Restaurant and Bar and Havana Smoke Shop on I-55 North. So you got an athletic director. There's still strong current rumors that Ole Miss is going to make some changes on the defensive side of the football. Is that Partridge or Crum or both? And then the offensive coordinator stuff is going to come down today or tomorrow, you would think, at Mississippi State. Some people have asked the question, uh, are they taking too long? Why would they be taking too long? They're not competing. This is not December 1st when all the jobs come open. So you don't have nine job openings and all these assistant coaches and coordinators either getting let go or finding new jobs. Something to think about. I think they're going to find a guy in G5 that you haven't heard of that has really good offensive scoring efficiency numbers that has coach, that coaches many Saturdays at a disadvantage because Mississippi State, Ole Miss, and Arkansas have to do that all the time. Now – Here's something else. Uh, man, is this storm coming through or what? It's crazy. Um, all right, here's something else, Blake, when when you're looking at David Turner just joined Mississippi State's staff. Who's that? He was a, he was a defensive line coach under uh, Dan Mullen twice, also at Florida and Texas A&M. So he's, he's more than familiar with the SEC, and that's another – you know, we've had all this turnover on Mississippi State, and we all know why. Uh, so Zach Arnett is slowly putting his whole staff together. Chad Bumpus, Will Friend, um, David Turner. He'll have an offensive coordinator. You're going to have a new running backs coach. We'll see what they do at tight ends. You know, he did decide to go with Matt Brock um, and Zach and Matt Brock worked together the last three years. So he promoted Matt Brock to defensive coordinator. And Zach, you know, will oversee that too um, on the defensive side. But he'll have a big hand on the defense. I'd like to get your thoughts on the Farm Bureau Insurance call-in line, 601-707-3750. Uh, bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. I want you to be careful out there. Looks like it's storming throughout Mississippi. And uh, so as you're doing your morning commute, um, taking the kids to school, uh, going to work, make sales calls, definitely be careful out there. We're streaming live on the Out of Bounds radio app and the Zone1059.com. You now have your new CEO in your athletic department at Mississippi State with no ties. Kind of went like Larry Templeton, Greg Byrne, Scott Strickland, John Cohen. Then, now you've got Zach Selman from Oklahoma, who, according to you know people at North Carolina 
and at Oklahoma. He is a star and a big-time fundraiser, and he has set record fundraising, um, set records in fundraising the last five years at the University of Oklahoma. And his, let me give you, you know this, in, in athletic administration and academia, we're very into titles. So let me give you his title because it takes five minutes. He was the Deputy Athletic Director, External Engagement Advancement at the University of Oklahoma. And y'all know uh, his bloodline as far as Oklahoma is ridiculous. And bunch of his dad and uncles tied to Coach Barry Switzer. And when Oklahoma was dominating college football, they were playing, including Leroy Selman. Um, and, yes, Marcus Dupree was there during that time, obviously. Um, uh, now, Marcus didn't stay at Oklahoma too long. I think he was there for two years. But still a big part of the Oklahoma program. And those, man, Blake, you don't remember, but Oklahoma dominated college football. Now, Miami would eventually come into play at a couple other teams. But Barry Switzer worked people um, from about 1975 to 1987. Eventually, the NCAA would shut him down. Because uh, Barry Switzer had his own set of rules, um, but what a run of about thirteen or fourteen years at the University of Oklahoma, and then he would pop up with your Dallas Cowboys a couple years That's right. later, and uh, he was gifted, you know, Aikman and Emmett <laughs> and Urban and and a, a hellacious defense that was number one or number two in the NFL at that time, and he would take what Jimmy Johnson built and and win a Super Bowl, which why not? One of the big one of the big characters in in the world of college football is is Barry Switzer, which is which is pretty cool. Out of bounds, ESPN one hundred five nine The Zone, brought to you by Boar's Head. Uh, that's right, premium meats, cheeses, and hummus. You can find it all at corner market grocery stores in the state of Mississippi, including their new store in Macomb, and they have one in Startville coming too. Uh, Boar's Head is perfect for game day. Boar's Head game day sliders. You can find an amazing selection of Boar's Head products at Corner Market grocery stores in the state of Mississippi. Corner Market is locally owned and operated. want to let you know that Steve Palazzolo is going to stop by and talk Dallas Cowboys and Dak Prescott at 830. He will join us on the Patron Tequila guest line. Now, here's the deal on that. Dak is coming off his worst game as a pro as an NFL quarterback. And Dallas, as a whole, did not play well either. So they got to bounce back, flush it, shake it, and travel down to Tampa Bay, which Blake and I were just there, and many of you were too, and play in Raymond James Stadium, which is a really cool um, stadium in the NFL. And they have to play none other than Tom Brady. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who had an average season or solid season, considering who they are. But because the NFC South was so bad, uh, the New Orleans Saints, Carolina Panthers, and Atlanta Falcons, because it was so bad, they won the division and made the playoffs. And that's where we are. And which I was listening to Trent Dilfer and Ryan Rossillo talk about this. They believe that even if you want win the division, if you don't have as many wins as like a Dallas, that 
Dallas should host. Yes, yes. There's a big push right now because you have the Jaguars who won a division, uh, right? And you had the the Bucks who won a division at under five, eight, and nine, which can mm-hmm. be the new norm now because of the 17 game schedule. Right. Um, you'll see a lot more of that. So there's a lot of discussion about reseeding rules, where instead of being four division winners with auto home field, it'll be you're you're automatically in as a division winner, but you're not guaranteed a one through four seed. Okay, so Monday night in Tampa, just trying to – the weather will be perfect. 68 degrees and mostly sunny all day. You'll, you'll have Monday night football, Cowboys, Buccaneers in Tampa, and you're looking at like 50-degree temps, maybe, maybe 60. So where you're going to have some weather factor in around the country with, with the playoffs – it will not factor in for Tampa with Dak and Brady on Monday night. Joe Buck, Troy Aitman. Steve Palazzolo, Pro Football Focus, NFL Insider on Dak and the Cowboys at 8.30. He'll join us on the Patron Tequila. Ooh, super premium tequila on the Patron Tequila guest line.